title of the message, Treasures of Heaven Within. Treasures of Heaven Within. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. My prayer is that, that this word will take you deeper into Christ. Deeper into the treasures of his glory. Deeper into the knowledge and understanding of him. Hallelujah. Turn to your neighbor and say, Neighbor, did you know that there is more? So jump in and have some more. In the Father God and Jesus Christ, there are all the treasures of heaven. And he wants you to have them. Hello? When you get healed, you're not just getting physically healed. You're receiving treasures. That's why many times people who, who get physically healed, they experience tremendous change and transformation afterwards. For example, they, they feel lighter. They just weren't healed, you know, but the depression, the anxiety surrounding the illness, the cancer is gone. They feel closer to the Lord. Their spiritual life is renewed. It's not just that they were healed. It's that the treasures of heaven were released upon that person. Colossians 2.2 2, In the Father and of Christ, in whom are hidden, everyone say hidden, all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge. They're hidden in him. To the eyes of the unbeliever, they don't see them. But may the eyes of our hearts be enlightened, Ephesians 1.17, to see the riches that we have in Christ Jesus. There's more. Heavenly treasures can be stored in the heart of the believer. Wow. Turn to your neighbor and say, how's your bank doing? How's your bank doing? I'm not talking about Westpac or Commonwealth or whatever bank, Bank of London or whatever. I'm talking about the bank of your heart. It was created to store heavenly riches. Don't you get it? Don't you get it? You were made as the temple of God. Read your Bible in the Old Testament. The temple was where they stored the wine, the oil, the wheat, the gold, the silver. And the Ark of the Covenant where the law was, the word of God. You are the temple of God. He has chosen to store his riches in you. So don't defile the temple. Because he has ordained 
to store his riches of glory in your temple. Colossians 2.2 for, for God, who said, let light shine out of darkness, has shone in our hearts. Everyone say hearts. hearts. Turn to your neighbor and say, your heart. <laughs> to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. But we have this treasure. What is this treasure? It's the glory of Jesus Christ manifest in many, many ways. Hallelujah. We have this treasure in jars of clay to show that the surpassing power belongs to God and not to us. Whatever you see happening tonight is a manifestation of the power and treasures of God. It's from heaven. This is a clay pot. Hallelujah. You know, God wants you to bring out the treasures he puts in our heart. Matthew 13, 52. And he said to them, Therefore every scribe who has been trained for the kingdom of heaven is like a master of a house who brings out of his treasure what is new and what is old. You know, the old is good, but don't forget the new. The old treasures are good. You can talk about how you're born again 50 years ago. It's still fresh to you. How you were baptized in the Holy Spirit in the 1980s or 90s or something. You know, how you received the gifts of the Spirit. But he also brings out the new treasures. Amen. And tonight, God wants to give you a new treasure. Open your heart. Turn to your neighbor and say, open your bank account. God wants to fill it. Oh, come on, let's go deeper. Can we go deeper? God wants you to speak and act out of the treasures of your heart. I was sitting, uh, having a meal with team, and there was a man who was, cerebral, was a cerebral Christian, top heavy. And apparently he had this thing of asking theological questions. So he decided to pick on me. And he's sitting there. So I decided to share with him out of the treasures of my heart. And he was furious. He was asking me all these biblical questions and I kept speaking from the treasures. It didn't satisfy his intellectuality and his spirit was not in a place where he could hear and he got up and left. God wants us to be men and women of heaven. Don't just know, not only know Christ in the mind, but know him in your heart. Not only believe the doctrines of the Bible, but have faith in your heart. Because what you believe in your heart and confess with your lips is effective in the spiritual realm. 
Luke 6.45, the good person out of the good treasure of his heart produces good. Let me say it again. The good person out of the good treasure of his heart produces good. Christianity is supposed to be the product of heavenly treasures of the heart. You're supposed to be speaking and acting in the overflow of the heart. Out of your heart will flow rivers of living water. Oh, glory. Turn to your neighbor and say, go beyond your brain to your heart. <laughs> hypocrisy, religious hypocrisy. Some of you have been in the church and you know what I'm talking about. Religious hypocrisy is speaking good things without a correlation of heart treasures. Speaking good things but knowing nothing about what you're talking about from the heart. Jesus said, Matthew 12, 33, either make the tree good and its fruit good or else make the tree bad and its fruit bad for a tree is known by its fruit. For out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. A good man out of the good treasure of his heart brings forth good things. And an evil man out of the evil treasure brings forth evil things. Religious hypocrisy is when you pretend to be good, pretend you're speaking good things, but your heart is different. Your heart is full of resentment. Your heart is somewhere else. Your heart is rejecting the work of God. It's hypocrisy. And we can all, in some areas of our lives, be hypocrites. Let the treasures of heaven, the glory of God in the face of Christ, fill our hearts so that there's a true correlation between word, deed, and the state of your heart. Turn to your neighbor and say, all you've got to do is get it right in your heart. <clears throat> How do we store up treasures in our heart? By meditating by the grace of God in the word of God. Meditate in the word. In the word are unspeakable riches. You put your faith in Jesus Christ and from the word you'll receive the salvation of your soul. Unspeakable treasure. You put your faith in Jesus Christ and you'll be overwhelmed and baptized and filled in the Holy Spirit. You put your faith in Jesus Christ and the promise of the word is he will baptize you in fire and burn the garbage out of your life. You put your faith in Jesus Christ and by his grace he will empower you to do his work. You put your faith in Jesus Christ and meditate on his word and you will receive the treasures of heaven. They're unspeakable, full of delight. Delight yourself in the word of God and you'll fill your heart with glory. But you sit there and you watch Harry Potter 
and horror, horror movies and you watch endlessly ABC News and you, you listen to all this woke rubbish and you fill your heart with darkness. You listen to secular music, you listen to gossip <coughs> and all this stuff and you're filling your heart with darkness. The spirit of the world uses the things of the world to connect you to himself. The spirit of the world uses the things of the world to connect you to himself. Hallelujah. I was, uh, had an Uber driver, a lovely Muslim man, and he had the rock music going in the Uber car. And I said to him, sir, can you turn that off, please? Because it has atmosphere. So he, he misunderstood me and turned it up. <laughs> and I said, no, sir, do you mind turning it off? Because I'm sensitive to atmosphere. And he looked at me like I was strange, and I am. And I said, sir, the music, like many things, has spirit, atmosphere. I said, you know what a charm is. You, you know if, some, if you take a charm, how those demons, because the Muslims understand about spiritual stuff and being attacked by demons. I said, you know, you know all that. And I said, you know, we all have to be careful how we connect, how we connect to stuff. And he was like, yeah, yeah. Amen? Treasures of heaven, the treasures of heaven, treasures of heaven come through meditating on the word of God. For faith comes by hearing and hearing by the preaching of Christ. Amen. Proverbs 2.3 My son, if you receive my words and treasure up my commandments with you, making your ear attentive to wisdom and inclining your heart to understanding. Yes, if you call out for insight and raise your voice for understanding, if you seek it like silver and search for it as for hidden treasures, then you will understand the fear of the Lord and find the knowledge of God. When you find Jesus, you find the knowledge of God. When you walk in the fear of the Lord, you encounter the true treasures, treasures of heaven. And you know, our God is a good, good God. Turn to your neighbor and say, he's a good, good God. Some people, they think that God put sickness on them. God took sickness. Jesus took sickness on himself so that you can be free of it. The divine exchange at Calvary. Some people, they just blame God. For everything. God is not the source of evil. He's the source of good. Jesus said in Matthew 7, Ask, and it will be given to you. Seek, and you will find. Knock, and the door will be opened to you. For everyone who asks, receives. And the one who seeks, finds. And the one who knocks, it will be opened. 
Which one of you, if his son asks him for a bread, will give him a stone? If he asks for a fish, will give him a serpent? If you then, who are evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your Father who is in heaven give good things to those who ask him? He's a good, good God, and he's generous with his treasures. Amen? You know, you connect with those treasures in heaven by faith. Sometimes people ask me, how did you receive the gift of word of knowledge prophecy? Well, back in the 1990s, I sat in my, in, in my little office in, in my house. I sat there and I said, Lord, I'm asking for the gift of word of knowledge. And now I thank you I've got it. Amen. That was it. He's a good, good God. Just ask and you'll receive. And after that, it's history. Just ask. Turn to your neighbor and say, it's not that hard. Just ask. So these treasures, the Bible teaches us and the New Testament teaches us that these treasures are grace. They're gifts. They're power. They're heavenly. Our part is to be stewards of this grace, stewards of the treasures of heaven. Praise God. The treasures come by grace. That means you don't have to deserve them. You don't have to try. He just loves you and he'll give you treasures from heaven. They can't, they're grace. As someone said, gracelets. See, the word grace, joy, and gift in the Greek, they all come from the, Greek, from the Greek root word car, which means grace. Joy, grace, gifts, all the same thing. Hallelujah. When you receive the gifts and treasures of heaven, you'll experience joy. It's grace. But you are a steward of it. How you run your life how you do your life if you decide that you're going to do your own thing you're not going to listen to God you know you you, you allow temptation and running after temptation you're a bad steward and one day you'll stand before the father and he'll require your stewardship how you are a steward of his call on your life of his grace on your life you know, in my life, I look, I'm so aware that there are much more gifted and graced people than me in the world. But I don't want to be like the man with the one talent who did nothing. I'd rather do something. Amen? Some people are like, oh, well, I'm not so-and-so or this or that. God won't be asking you about who you're watching on YouTube. He'll be asking you about your life. Were you a steward of his grace in your life? Praise God. Th these treasures and grace that flow, they flow through obedience and faith in Jesus Christ. When he tells you to do something and you do it, grace flows. These treasures begin to well up and overflow in your life. It's through 
disobeying the Lord and the leading of the Holy Spirit, disobeying the principles of God's word, that's where we become poor stewards. 1 Timothy 4.14, Paul says, Do not neglect the gift that is in you, which was given to you by prophecy, with the laying on of the hands of the eldership. And I believe that that gift on Timothy was as an evangelist, the office of evangelists. Don't neglect it. You know, the world can become very distracting. Pressing in, stuff happens. Anyone know what I'm talking about? You know, and you begin to neglect what God has called you to do. Last week, I think it was, or the week before, the Holy Spirit located an elderly woman an older woman and said to her you've been a woman of prayer and you put prayer as a greater priority than your family and she said yes that's true my whole life been in prayer and when the family wants me they can't have me I'm in prayer steward she's a steward a good steward of a grace of intercession. Amen. Turn to your neighbor and say, God has given you treasures. Be a good steward. You know, even uh, Paul talks about uh, how he's not married in 1 Corinthians 7, 7. And he says, I wish that all men were even as I myself, but each one has his own gift from God one in this manner and another in that. So his celibacy was a gift from God. You know, the gift and grace of God is not limited to 1 Corinthians 12, Ephesians 4. The gifts of the Holy Spirit are diverse gifts and graces. God can do so many things, you know. Every good gift comes from above. Perhaps God graced you as a mechanic, or God graced you as a good cook, or God graced you as a nurse. It's a grace. You know, it's an ability that, that you should give glory to God for. Oh, I've got to go to work again, you know. Give him thanks in all circumstances. Praise him. It's a grace. Romans 1.11, For I long to see you, that I may impart to you some spiritual gift, so that you may be established. That is, that I may be encouraged together with you by the mutual faith of both you and, and me. So, treasures can be imparted from one person to another. Hallelujah. He wants, Paul wants to come to the Corinthians and impart grace. Spiritual gifts, okay, that you may be established. When God gives us treasures in our heart, they do something to our spiritual life. They cause us to be established in Christ. Praise the Lord. We need his grace. We need his treasures from heaven. Life is not easy. In this world you will have tribulation, Jesus said. But be of good 
cheer, for I have overcome the world. We're in the world, but we need him and all that he gives us. For we are more than overcomers in Christ Jesus. Glory! Amen! What has Satan thrown at you? Tell your neighbour, what has Satan thrown at you? You are more than an overcomer. Amen. 1 Corinthians 1, 4. I thank my God always concerning you, Paul is praying, for the grace of God which was given to you by Christ Jesus, that you were enriched in everything by him in all utterance and all knowledge, even as the testimony of Christ was confirmed in you, so that you come short in no gift, eagerly waiting for the revelation of our Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Coming short in no gift, full of the grace of God. Praise God. Hallelujah. And you know, these treasures that he gives us, these riches, they testify of the gospel. When you get healed, when you get delivered, when you have a revelation, when you are blessed, when you are saved, they testify of the truth of the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ. For by his stripes you were healed. He was punished, chastised, that you might receive his peace. Hallelujah. Everything that God does is pointing us back to Calvary. To Calvary. Are you a good steward? You only have one life. Only have one life. Are you a good steward? You are a temple not meant for this world not drinking eating the stuff of this world if you understand me but we partake of Christ we partake of the word and we are enriched let's close our eyes for a moment